0: I just wanted to kind of come on here and talk to you guys about really how, how are how do you build this confidence? How do you kind of take yourself from, and it it really isn't about confidence. and, And I just think that's what a lot of people look for. We're looking for these connections. We're looking for more in person. And how do you start? How do you start? Well, the first thing is, is like, if you need confidence, if you are looking for something, what are something some things that you feel like commonly, maybe it's you, maybe it's not, but what do you feel like commonly people look for? What do you feel like people tend to look for more of? Money, yes, money for sure. What else do they look for? They look for more friendships, yep. Community, I would agree, Same thing. A little similar, right? What else do people look for? More of, right? They want more joy. They want more happiness. I love that. Now, do you feel like, okay, if you are looking for more of these things, do you feel like in your day, are you actually asking yourself, you know that you're looking for more of, insert that thing, and do you I, I'm just curious. Just let's be honest with ourselves. You don't have to drop it in the comments below, but do you feel like you know what you want, right? But do you feel like you ask yourself before you take action, is this going to give me if I go do this, is this going to give me more of that thing I want? I got a cat behind me. I got a four-year-old behind me. <sighs> my ADHD and my I can't I can't handle the you, you're touching that even more. Look. mirrored around he put lipstick over there and it's been doing its thing for quite some time I feel like we forget to ask ourselves that like we forget to set these strong boundaries we tell ourselves we're going to do so and when it comes down to somebody asking us to do something we forget to say is this going to bring me more joy if I say yes to this is this going to bring me more joy can you shut that door please it's loud out there is this going to bring me more joy and if the answer is no, then you have to start making changes. And I think, I think that more of us are doing this. And I really know for me personally, that is when I grow the most. Cause when I evaluate, I'm like, okay, what am I looking for finding inside of here, right? It's not about, necessarily the goals. I had to start shifting myself around that because if you want things to change, then you have to change the things. Do you guys feel me on that? If you want things to change, you have to change the things. You cannot keep doing the same activities and taking the same actions over and over again, expecting different results. That's not how it works. It is the exact definition of insanity as, you know, per Albert Einstein, I'm pretty sure he said, Doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results, is insanity. Okay? I'm pretty sure something along those lines, all right? And It's so true because we just beat ourselves up over it. We lower our confidence. We don't have any belief in ourselves anymore. And we put ourselves in a cycle, in a routine that we continue the same process over and over, driving ourselves insane, feeling more overwhelmed. And then we wonder why our gut is leaky and our back is painful. And I was going to say popping, but that's a good thing, you know, like. Like and drop it, uh, but like we wonder why our like our hips are popping and like we don't feel good. We are manifesting these negative things to kind of happen inside of our bodies, whether we believe that they are that we're doing that or not. Okay, and so if you want to feel better, if you want more happiness, if you want more joy, if you want more community, if you want more connections inside of your life, then you have to take different actions. You have to be willing to stretch yourself. You have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone, and you have to be willing to kind of step into this new version of you. And it's not always about the goal. I'm gonna have to go. Dang it! I was on a roll, man. I just can't. I can't even. I keep trying to lock it up. the door, shut, please. Leave it shut. But if you want more of this community and you want more of this positive in your life, then you have to be willing to do different things. And I will tell you, I was at a point in my life where I was like, I don't know how to get it. Like, I don't even know where to start. What are you even talking about? Like, you tell me to go do this stuff. You tell me, but like, I was like, that's great. The, the rich just keep getting richer. That's amazing. And that will never be me. Did you guys ever tell yourself this? Like, and then you got more of that. Like you got more of that negativity. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know about you guys, without I did that before. I'm, I'm like throwing myself on the bus. I was that negative person. And now people are like, oh, you're so great at manifesting. And I was like, I'm just, I just focused on the things that I wanted to become person that I want to become the actions that I wanted to be proud of taking. And then I wanted, and then it was like, okay, then I started to see the results that I was getting. And I would constantly drive myself to goals, I would think that I would need to be focused on a specific goal. And those still really, really work. But when you look at a goal from a place of action based, and the things that you have to do, it you kind of lose motivation to do those things because it's just about the action. It's just about the activity. But once you shift and you start to look at your goals as though instead of looking at them as things that you're going to do and actions, you need to take action-based goals. You start to look at them as who do I want to be goals? How do I want to show up? How do I want to be known? What is the, what is the, the, level of integrity what what does that person look like and I'm going to be that person that's how I want to show up that's how I talk to my kids like they're little spiritual beings instead of telling them don't do that stop doing that guys I, I screw up all the time I am not telling you that like I am so perfect at this and this is how I've always parented and yada 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 no it is a newly acquired activity and a new language that I'm using, that I have been using for my kids. Actually, this is not that new, but um, I shifted at one point or another, okay? And I started to talk to my kids a little bit differently. Started to talk to them about their emotions, okay? Because you know what? I grew up and I learned I have emotional damage, emotional damage. And I want to create a childhood for my kids that they don't have to uh, heal from. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but I don't want a childhood that my kids have to heal from. And it doesn't mean that my parents were bad parents. They just didn't know what they didn't know. And I said, parents, shoot. I mean, I guess I got a stepdad, but I did not have my biological father in my life. And for whatever the story actually is, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, Allegedly, he didn't know about me, but I mean, he knew what he had done. I mean, you know how to make a baby, right? So like you knew like, oh, now she's pregnant. That could be mine. But you didn't ask. I don't know. That's weird. Okay. So like he's not in my life. And I just, you know, like, so my mom didn't know what she didn't know. He knew what he was doing. Okay. He did that to a lot of people. It's the same thing. That is traumatic too. You knew what you were doing. But I, now, because of the way that I was raised, it doesn't matter what that looks like. I, I can, my mom was like, you know what? At one point, here's the thing. Here's another part of that about change, about taking responsibility, about owning the mistakes that you've made, about speaking up and like saying like, hey, I messed up. People want to hear that from you. They don't want to know that you're, they don't want to think that you're perfect. I'm not perfect, right? And I have to share that more often even more. It doesn't matter how often I say it. People still need to hear it. Like every single time they need to hear that you're not perfect. They need to hear that you slip up. They need to hear that you struggle too, that you have obstacles that you face. And it's not about telling them when you're in it. It's about sharing the value. I feel like I'm yelling at you guys tonight. I am so fired up, but it's, it's about sharing the value that you gained through that experience, the perspective that you now have after evolving through something that was so traumatizing or damaging to you. And I told my mom, so as parents, right? I told my mom years ago, like it was like five, five years ago, set four or five years ago. And I said, probably around four years ago, four to five, about five. I said, I yelled at her, And I just communicated all of the pain that I had been feeling and all of the emotions that I had and how I felt. And I was just like, you didn't do this for me. I had to do this and I had to do that. And I had to like, and I didn't feel like you were there for me at this time. And like, you made me feel this because of that. And it's just my feelings. And my mom in that moment, I mean, like five years ago, five plus years ago, she said, you're right. I am a bad parent. I was a bad parent. I was like, you're missing the whole point. Like these are my feelings and I am valid in how I feel. But you know what my mom started to do from that point forward cuz I like was like I set a boundary. I was like I told you how I felt and then you just place the blame on like this pity party to make it about yourself. I can say this now cuz my mom have my mom and I have a really a much stronger relationship. My mom is very proud of me. My, my mom communicates with me much better now than she used to. There was this like moment where I felt like the shift of like mom like I want to shake you. What do you mean you don't understand it? And it's because like I'm just on a different frequency. Like my brain is just in a different world and so I, but I was I was not articulating what I needed to articulate to her the right way either. So of course she felt attacked. Of course my mom felt hurt by that moment and her initial reaction was to say like you're right. I messed up. I'm just a terrible person. But then she started to take ownership of things she started to actually communicate from a space of you know I I could have done this differently whenever you were a kid or you know what I didn't do that I you know I didn't you're right I didn't know that when I was when I was whenever I was raising you guys and like instead of my mom saying well whenever I was your age or when I was raising kids or when I did this like she never she doesn't try to tell me those things she's like oh gosh things are so different now yeah I mean like maybe she does share from her experience but she doesn't try to push it on to me anymore and so as a parent, how can we start to communicate more through feelings, communicate more about how we're feeling, where it's coming from, and not always expect it to have to have a reason. You know, like I asked my kid and my, my kids, like I look at especially from like an overall perspective i got to watch my four-year-old with the babysitter the other day and i just watched him interact to see how she was going to handle this meltdown that my four-year-old's having that i know has absolutely nothing to do with the dog trying to like be around him and be close to him he's like that bongo won't leave me alone he's trying to get my sandwich the dog's just like standing over here he's like he's like where you guys are at and the dog's just like like just like looking at him and then all of a sudden now his four-year-old boy is crying so then he wants to get closer to find out why his four-year-old boy's sad and then he just cries even more he's like hey he won't leave me alone and the babysitter's like he's just a dog like i don't understand like why you're upset it's, he's not trying to hurt you she wasn't talking quite like this but she was saying these words and she was like he's he doesn't want to hurt you he's just a four-year-old dog and i'm over here or he's just a dog and i'm over here like my four-year-old is not crying and hysterical because the dog is around him Nor is the dog even trying to get to him. He is actually probably tired. He's clearly hungry because he's eating. So maybe he just didn't eat soon enough. He is four and his entire year has been a super, and I like, he's only had four years of life and he doesn't even, like he's getting all of these emotions and he doesn't know where they're coming from. And I had this conversation, I watched this go down and I sat down with him, got him on his level. And I just said to him, I was like, hey, I totally get that you're upset. Bongo is not trying, and I told the dog to lay, I told Bongo to lay down in his bed so that Lincoln knew that I cared about his feelings. I didn't want him to, and it's not about this moment. It's just about awareness. It's not about perfectly doing this. It's not about always remembering to slow down. It's just the awareness of how can you shift and change for future? How can you build new habits? How can you break old old habits, break the loop, the cycle that you were repeating, right, And shift it for yourself because we're all triggered by past experiences of how others have treated us how we felt about it how we didn't communicate through it and how we are triggered by it in the future and then we start to act a certain way and we're off the handle and then we treat our kids like that and so later on I had a conversation with the babysitter and I didn't like I wasn't looking for her to respond to this I was like oh how was he at the park like after he was you know he had gotten super upset she's like she's like um yeah, he, he was fine, and he had said, uh, you know, I talked to him, he, he was upset a little bit later, and I asked him, I was like, are you, um, what did she ask him, she said, are you okay? He's like, he's like, no, and she's like, do you know why you're sad? And he's like, uh, he, she's like, why are you sad? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like sometimes you just don't know. Like, I'm 33 years old, and sometimes I just don't know why I'm sad. I don't know where it's coming from. And I'm an empath, so maybe it's from, like, the neighbor down the street. I'm just kidding. Like, it doesn't really work like that. But, like, maybe I'm getting – like, I'm feeling this emotion from somebody else that's that I don't even realize where it's coming from. Or maybe it's because I am being triggered by an experience that I have, and, like, the 4-year-old actually does, like, miss his old home a lot. Or maybe, you know, he's triggered, and it's just, like, a hunger thing. Like, it – When you are four and then six, and then I want you to think back to like the worst guys, a traumatizing moment for me that has never left me. And it doesn't have to be this negative. Okay. Like it doesn't have to be a super negative thing, but a traumatizing moment for me was when my first grade teacher tried to take control over my chocolate Whitman's sampler thing that my parents had bought for me. Okay. I like triggered by this moment. And all she did was celebrate to the class that I had bought her this women sampler. Like, nah, girl, that was mine. And you done stole it off my backpack when I went to recess because I showed up late. Because, like, like what? Who you think you are? I felt so unseen, misunderstood. I couldn't speak up. I couldn't use my voice. And I was literally like seven years old. And I. didn't. Miss Thompson, Mrs. Thompson took my chocolates and she thought she could just, she could speak words into my mouth, okay? And so, uh, like, it doesn't, like, there are the littlest moments that we are triggered by that, like, but you can change the habits. And I guarantee you, you guys, in my life, there are moments when people try to take ownership over my food or my candy or whatever. And I am like, probably very aggressive, like, no, you are not. That is mine because of that moment, okay? I don't even know, like, maybe that's not really like how it goes down. But if I don't bring awareness to it, I got I got food issues. Like, I got a real deep relationship with food. It's an addiction, we all know. I hope that you guys know that food is an addiction. I have an awareness around it, okay? But like, also that was like, I couldn't use my voice. I couldn't speak up for myself. And I don't know what those moments are for you, but again, back to the point, I am creating a childhood for my kids that they don't have to heal from. And although I have had to heal in parts from my childhood, oh, my mom's on here now. I am so grateful for the childhood that I have. I'm so grateful for the relationship that I have with my mother because, like, I was able to, yeah, like, I, I tried to tell her how I was feeling in an emotional time and I didn't do it at a great job. But, like, she still understood that I was hurt, that I, she knows how I felt about my childhood. And guess what? We don't talk about those things anymore. And I don't feel some type of way to say things from my childhood and think that my mom is going to be affected based on how I describe my childhood. You know what I mean? Like we can now communicate through these moments and and I can feel safe as, as the kid, but I also now feel more... I'm just more aware and I'm more confident and I am more empathetic as a parent because of my own experiences. Not only that, but then I'm constantly reminded because I've, I've done so much of this healing of this, this inner child healing. I'm so aware of how it feels to be a child. And I'm really grateful for that because with my look at my kids And I know that they're like these little emotional beings that I can remind, not only remind myself of that, but I can communicate differently to them and, and through these situations that I can, that I can then you know, like in school, Madeline talks about being in the red zone. So she's mad. It's just a color though. It's not, it's not a word because sometimes when people use words, it's like you feel attacked. Like, well, how could I make you mad? Well, you, you don't have a reason to be mad. Anybody ever told that? Like, well, you don't even have anything to be sad about, you know, like in Josh and I'll catch ourselves saying things to our kids that were said to us as children. And I know that like, the way that I was raised, the people that would talk to me as I was growing up, if they would know then what I know now, they wouldn't have talked to me like that. And how cool is it that we have research at our fingertips? How cool is it that you can watch me on live video, me sharing my experience and giving this value to you? And I hope that you go share this value with somebody else. I don't know what your takeaways are from it. I don't know what your what your emotions are feeling this. But I am just telling you that, you know, I know, I know in my heart and my soul that, we, we are parents today are so different and it's not a generational thing it is just parents today like I think that all of us are bringing this just whole new level of awareness to our own actions and we are facing our own traumas we are facing our emotions we are working through it we are choosing better we are choosing change and I just firmly believe that we are we are out to to create and make this world a better place and so i am i'm so i'm just so glad that we all get to be a part of that and i'm grateful for each of and every single one of you inside of this community with me doing the same things for the people around you because you know what kindness is cool so spread it and if you guys are wondering i don't know i didn't see because i was just like riffing and kids were crazy but i got this shirt um from self-care is for everyone. So self-care is for everyone on Instagram. They have a bunch of different shirts. I have another one that says take a deep breath because we do that in our family. And so I thought that would be super cool. Um, but they have a ton of them. They have sweatshirts, t-shirts and all kinds of jazz. So, uh, stickers and things, and you guys can go shop, shop with them on Instagram, but I love y'all so much. I appreciate you. And, um, and y'all, y'all are the best. Oh, Shelly. Thank you. Yeah. Coming in from Wisconsin. Let me see if I see everything with my kids is, I don't know, it's a work in progress, right? We're all just kind of like learning together. and And I think it's really, really important that, you know, sometimes we all parent so differently. And so don't, if you ever feel like somebody is shaming you, that's because something inside of you doesn't, doesn't like that you relate to that description, right? So there's something about that description that you heard that you're like, but I do that, but I, that's not me. So then find out why are you feeling that way? Like that's an awareness for a reason. And Josh and I constantly do that. We constantly check each other and we we check how we talk to not only ourselves, but to our kids too. Because I was like, you know, how funny is it? Like we raise our kids, but then we get upset that at the way that they speak or whatever. But like they learn that from us. They learn how to respond in their emotions from us. And Josh's like, I know, right? And shortly after you know, Lincoln's, he's going through this stuff where he's like just screaming at the top of his lungs and he seems so angry. And then he'll apologize right after like, he, he doesn't like how it feels to hurt other people, but he knows he's like trying to hurt other people, it seems like. And when we are reacting to it, and I'm like, you know, Josh and I both said, it's like, sometimes we react in ways to our kids that in ways that we wouldn't react to each other. Like that Josh, I wouldn't talk to Josh that way. Josh wouldn't talk to me like that, but that we'll do it to our kids. And we don't ever just do it and act like it's okay. But like, if we raise our voice or we yell at even our, we're not perfect. We do yell at each other. And then we recognize it. We're aware of it. And we get down on each other's level. I mean, like on the kid's level, or we're on each other's level. And we're like, look, I'm in eye contact. Like, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't talk to you like that. And it wasn't, had nothing to do with you. And I, I just was, whatever it is, right. It's not okay that I was in this moment, but I totally took out on you what I was feeling when I was like doing the dishes and feeling the sensory overload as a mom. And like all these things or my ADHD took over or whatever it is. I'm really hungry. And you didn't deserve that. I shouldn't talk to you like that. And I apologize. And then we do the same thing with our kids. And so, um, you know, it's like, it's like if, if, if I was crying and I was hurt as a big example, if I'm screaming, crying in the corner or on the couch or whatever, my husband wouldn't look at me and say, could you just, could you stop crying? Could you please go in your room? Go to your room. Go to your room. You're crying. And I think some, like sometimes we're at a point because we've been with them all day long where we, we, can't handle the noise. We can't handle the crying. We don't have time to slow down to talk to them about why they're emotional, knowing that it has nothing to do with the actual reason that they just started crying and they don't even know why they're sad. Do you ever know why you're crying? Sometimes it just bottles up. Yet we expect our four-year-olds, our six-year-olds, our one-year-olds to like have it all together without us explaining it, right? I'm going off on tangents here, but I think that we can all just do better of trying to slow down take deep breaths, bring awareness to our own emotions. And that sometimes we don't know where they're coming from and that's okay too. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. I hope that you guys are able to just start slowly implementing these things into your own life, into your own relationships, integrate it with your, your, I don't know, your coworkers, your teammates. Like it's really, really, really important to just start having tough conversations and to not allow your voice to feel closed off because you couldn't say no and you didn't know how to speak up and say no that's not what I meant like you're so excited or you're like taking my words so out of context and I just don't know how to speak up but that's not at all what I meant and I would really like to explain myself please you know like slow down it's okay. And I know how scary it is because I have been in the positions where people misunderstand me and they, they start to read into what I'm saying and they're wrong. And if you don't tell them that, then nobody ever knows. So, um, do I think Jesse Lee is a good influence for them? Kayla Smith, genuinely curious, curious because she, was mean in a few videos videos of them it makes me sad as a mom you're wonderful oh, your energy are you speaking of that you are on a live video with Jessie Lee and you hear her talking about my kids and an experience that she had with them and then you are saying that the way she's talking in that moment is mean cuz my cuz Jessie Lee is absolutely never mean to my children So is that what you mean i want i because since i saw it i, I would like to address the, the the comment appropriately so i want to make sure that i'm interpreting what you mean because you said you're genuinely curious i know it's delayed so i'll wait <clears throat> and thank you for saying that i'm a wonderful mom appreciate that um and because that's my interpretation i hope that you don't mind while you're answering Um, if I do respond to that part of it, um, again, Kayla asked, do I think Jessie Lee is a good influence for them? She is the godmother, uh, to my, my kids, my three kids. She's my best friend. Um, and I will tell you, maybe you did like, she's a bit harsh towards them, like in explanations of who my kids are. Cause I can almost guarantee like you haven't seen her on live video with my kids. Cause like when she's in person with them, she's so patient. She's so calm. She's so kind to them. Um, and if you've the only, I think, I think the last time my kids were on a live video with her or even in a video at all that you would have even seen her engaging with them would have been, um, when Madeline and her did skincare. So I feel like this is probably like her just talking about my kids and the way that it sounds when you jump in on a live video, um, it's just like anybody could have come in on any part of that video and, and interpreted what I was saying a certain way. Um, and so Jesse Lee and I absolutely 100% um, have these types of conversations about like her perspective of, of knowing so much about kids and being around them versus my perspective as a mom of three kids like she respects me. She knows what an incredible mom I am. She knows that like we, if, if she, if, and when she has babies of her own, we will parent very differently. And that's the best part about it. Um, we also have like, mm, let me see what else she said. I shouldn't say mean, I think it was when you were pregnant, it was on a video. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, um, yeah. So exactly. This is a great perspective. Cause I know you're coming from like a loving place of it, just a curiosity type thing. And so, um, I'll address it because I think that sometimes we also forget, like put it into a thought process. Like I said, to like put it in the thought process of like the way that we talk to our kids sometimes is like, would you talk to like, I do that, right? Like I mess up. So I wouldn't talk to, I wouldn't talk to Jesse Lee the way that I talk to my kids sometimes. And I'm not proud of that by any means, but I'm aware that it's, you know, like that there's things that I do that aren't that aren't perfect, right? And then when it comes to Jesse Lee and she's like, Oh gosh, yeah, he's just that and she's just da da -da 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 and they'll like it's an opinion. At the end of the day, she loves my children as if they were her own are kids annoying yeah they really really are like i was trying to go live and then and then lincoln runs in here with underwear on and he's trying to be loud and make noise and like i don't want him on my video in his underwear And madeline will come in naked or like they'll be screaming he literally like punched his sister in the arm earlier um and so yeah i mean when you're a parent like kids can be assholes sometimes and if you don't think that then maybe your kids the asshole um but like I let my kids know, like, you can't act like that, right? But we, we, but the funny thing is, is like, especially when it comes to Lincoln, she helps me understand Lincoln in ways that nobody else could. Like, because they're both middle children. Jesse Lee and I talk to each other. And one of the favorite, my favorite things that we've been talking about a lot lately is that you're allowed to change your opinion. You're allowed to shift your perspective based on, obtaining new information and knowledge and changing your opinion based around that you're allowed to do that and so constantly her and i and the way that she's viewed my parenting the way that she views my children the way that my children have grown the way that she's grown the way that i've grown and all of this and i and i know that it's about the specific things so don't feel like Um, this isn't about you Kayla at all this is just like a an overall statement around this around this type of situation is like yeah we we put ourselves on social media as influencers and we put ourselves out there as as thought leaders or whatever and we start telling you guys and sharing our lives with you and you see these videos but you see only a one perspective about it and it's not the full picture it's not the whole thing because like Jessie Lee would, will joke about me and say things in a certain way and people will interpret it to mean one thing. And then the way that she actually feels about me is another. And the same thing goes with our kids. Um, I just think it's all perce- perception. And then think about this, Kayla. I think it's really, and every, anyone who's listening to this, any time that you are in a place where say you said, you said you felt as a mom, you felt as a mom, it made me sad.